And now, detailing success in PNS Double Black present the Rennie Doyle Podcast, a podcast for blue-collar entrepreneurs. Hosted by the detailer of Air Force One and founder of both Detailing Success and the Detail Mafia, Rennie Doyle. Hey guys, Chris here. For those of you that weren't able to attend Mobile Tech Expo, we've got a special recording of Rennie's Education Day session, which was titled Client Compounding. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome, everybody. Good afternoon now. What do you think? Oh, Jesus, you guys are full. You guys are like non-responsive. Who got to eat? Okay, so half of you have got a food coma going. The other guys need some sugar or something in you, right? So let's try that again. Good afternoon. There we go. Bring it back. Bring it back. Who's the first time here? Who's the first time at Mobile Tech? So welcome. So this is a little thing. We're going to play it out because I pretty much know who's going to win this game. So who's here, been here for five years or more? Pretty impressive. Thank you. Who's been here for 10 years or more? Stand up. 10 years or more? Stand up. Okay. Stand up. <laughs> who's been here 15 years or more? Stand up. Jim, how many years? 20 years. 20 years. How many years, Greg? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, go ahead, thanks. So, so the reason I'm saying this is that our first time here, there's a number of us that are here that were back, here back in 04, 05, 06 was the pivotal year, right? So many of us met in 06. Gentlemen, how many, how many detailers were there at that point? Eight that were here? Eight, eight. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now, as we call this man, the silent giant of the industry. He is the glue that, that kept mobile tech moving within the detail industry. So Jim Gogan, give him a round of applause. Mark, Mark Johnson's right next to him. He was his cohort and has been our cohort pretty much since day one. So give him a, a round of applause also. Here's why. These are two operators, just like you. They're still operators. Uh, both of them, lifestyle business, has done a great job of family business. This dude right here built an empire, a couple of them. And so I just want to give credit where credit's due. And there's a lot more people that are roaming this show that made it a huge part of the success and changed so many lives. And these are two of them that changed my life. And a lot of what I learned came from the, the, the men and women that are in this room right now. So thank you, you all. Okay. Uh, we also have a really special day today is that, you know, it goes in celebration as it goes, you know, God, Jesus, you know, all this stuff. But in my world, is Bob Phillips. Happy birthday. Okay, so we're going to talk about customer compounding a little bit, getting those, 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 those numbers up. So can anybody tell me, what's customer compounding? What is it? Come on. It's going to be interactive. It's going to be a long day because I'll keep you here until... Growing and growing and growing and growing, right? So check out this guy. Anybody know who this guy is? Pretty smart guy, right? Not as quite as smart as Jim Gogan, but pretty smart. Check this out. Read that for me. Would somebody read it for me? Go ahead and read it out loud. Somebody. Thank you. Basically what Einstein was saying, and we're going to relate this back to finance compounding, is you take in those same, we're going to screen that's going to come up here. He was saying the people that take and, and invest early and keep investing are going to what? What are they going to do? They're going to win. 
Well, you know what? As our, as our, as our customers, the same exact way. But here's an amazing thing. This is two parts. Look at that investor one. Starts at 25, sets aside 5,000 a year for 10 years in a row. No more. After age 34, no more. Now, investor two, 35, five years for 30 years. But look at investor one has over a hundred, almost $200,000 more. Now, relate that back. There's no difference in compounding customers than there is compounding money. Interest, compounding interest and compounding customers are the same exact thing. You're building up interest. So what do you want to do? You can sit there and wait and wait and wait and wait and you're not going to get anywhere. Or you start doing it now. When is it too late? Never. Never. You know, I had a gentleman come through our training program. Very intense. 60 to 70 hours. 70 years old. And you know what? He was still standing while two younger people were really struggling. That guy is carrying it up in life. He's 70. So I don't care how old or young you are. The younger you get that going. Now, the double lesson here. Look at that. Double lesson. What's the other part of that lesson? Not really about compounding customers, but what's the other part of that lesson? Anybody? Oh, come on. Start now. What about taking, while you're doing that, for every customer you get, I'm sure Mark did this, is you put a little money away and you invest that money. How about doing that right now? Who's, who's here in their 20s? Okay. You can be a millionaire before you're my age and make no more than what you're making right now. How? Put money away. Do exactly what it says there. How are you going to take? You don't. Do you want to stay? You you want to stay at the same money you're making right now? Hell no. You want to make a little more. Now there's some point. Jim Gogan got to that point where it's like, you know what? I'm doing pretty damn good. We had this conversation a couple days ago, didn't we? I'm doing pretty damn good. I'm going to back off. Two years ago. Two years ago, I'm going to back off, man. I worked my butt off. What's happened? Did your profits go down because you backed off? They went up. You know why? He's relaxed. We're going to talk about that today at 4 o'clock, that exact strategy. Okay, so, so look at this. Well, this is what average does. You want to see what average does? They're constantly, they're just looking. They're looking through a little set of binoculars, and they're looking out there for customers constantly, 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 constantly. And what they're doing is they're taking a shotgun approach to this whole thing. Is they're, looking at the, they're, looking, they're looking at life, and they're just shooting at anything that moves. Anything. You know what that does? How expensive is that? It's expensive in money. You're throwing money away. But you know, more, more importantly, you know what you're throwing away? Something you, you can always make more money. A friend of mine just, I, I went to him for some advice the other day. And he goes, Renny, making money is not going to be your hard, your hard part of life. You treasuring your time is always the most valuable thing you've got. Because, hey, here's the thing. If you, lose, if you lose a $20 bill, can you go make that $20 bill up? Absolutely. If you take and give away 20 hours, can you go back and get those hours back? Nope. They're gone. So how are you going to spend them? So it's not just a waste of time. It's going to stress you. You're going to look like crap. You're going to feel like crap. And you're, you're less productive. Now, I've watched my friend Jim, and I'm going to brag about him a lot. Because don't tell him. I've got a little bit of a boy crush. We've been a friend for 20 years. And here's why. Because he lives a great life. Again, lifestyle. And Mark's got a great lifestyle. You live a great life, right? But a little different life than Jim. I don't see near the, sun, the, the sunset pictures on a boat on your Facebook as I do his. 
Yeah, that's exactly it. He gets up. There's another strategy too. Get up early. So, so why why is it new customer hunt never ends? If you're constantly in most 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 people in the service industry, it doesn't matter if it's automobile. It doesn't matter. You could fix dishwashing machines, and you know what you're doing is you're constantly going out and retrying to find those new customers, the ones that need to, the the dishwasher fixed. Well, how about finding those that need a new one? How about those that want to upgrade? How about those that are planning on building a house? Why not change it up a little bit, right? So what progressive shops really realize, hello, I'm back, is they realize is that your golden ticket is on your repeat customers. Your golden ticket is that you might, who, who's, who's been in business, anybody here for right at the year mark? Anybody, one year, okay. Your biggest thing you can do is every single customer you have is follow this principle. The reason why is you get to 100 of those, you're not going to have time to take any new customers in. How would you like that? The same 100 people coming back to you over and over and over again. Because you get to know those people, right? And here's what it is. is Basically, when you're out there shooting that shotgun, what's happening? You're blasting stuff that you don't even know. And that's when you get the people that are, what are they? The people that randomly call you a lot of times are cheap. Amen? Okay. So do you want those kind of clients? No, man. You're going to go through this pan. Now, I see a couple nuggets in there. So your first year, a lot of your, a lot of your customers, that first, second, third, fourth, your freshman year, what we call your freshman year in business, five to seven years. I know you're sitting at year one going, oh, shit. I got four, five, six more years of this? No, no, it gets better. It gets better as long as you plan better. But what I'm saying is, is that you're going to take and find some real churds in there because you got to pay the bills, right? It's okay. Polish your churd up. But as you start digging through, you're going to get to some freaking bronze. You're going to get some, some silver. And then all of a sudden, some gold's going to start flashing in there. See those little pieces in there? But what happens here? Look at that. You see some nuggets coming out of there? You're going to take in about every 50 customers, you're going to find a gold nugget. I don't care what age you're at. Mark, right? You're going to find a gold nugget. That person, you know what they do? They spend money. And they tell others. That's what it's all about right there. And so with that, is this the biggest thing I want to do? Is that some of my competition, I don't care about my competition. You know who I'm in competition with? Who are we in competition with? Yourself. Who said that? Damn. I mean, you know, it is yourself. You're worried. I, I had a conversation out here in the hallway. We're talking about taking and getting deposits for your work ahead of time. And everybody just froze in the room. When they start talking about it, you could just see their teeth chattering. Like it, was, it went to 20 below zero. They're freaking out. They're freaking out. You know why you're freaking out? Because you don't know. Here's what I want to do. You see, that, you see that pig? That's my competition. See that apple? I'm taking it out of their mouth. Now, I'm not talking shit about them. I'm just taking a shot at their best customers. And I'm feeding myself first. I want to sit at the table and, and eat a hearty meal. I want them to eat peanut butter and jelly. Because I had to start out at peanut butter and jelly. I'm going to take that apple right out of their mouth right then. So sniper marketing is all about this. What's a sniper do compared to a shotgun? Any shooters in here? It's precision, right? And so here's what we're going to do is we're going to take and we're going to get in there. One shot, he's looking down that barrel of that scope. He's nailing it. But his hopes is, I've got a really good friend of mine that spent a good part of his career in the military. Any, any veterans here? I don't know. Anthony, who else? Thank you for service, right back there, Sergeant Major. Okay, snipers, all. thank you for service, Marine Corps. So, you know, the, the, the cool thing is, 
is that every, every sniper I've ever known, the Holy Grail is a friend of mine was deployed out, and he got, he got three kills with one shot. Okay? That's what we want, is we want to take and spend one marketing dollar, and I want to take and, I want to take and earn your business. But I want you to tell him and him about it to where now all of a sudden, off of because me and you are friends. We're close. You're a fan. I'm a fan of you. See, fanship can't go one way. You can't just dig me. i got to dig you. And that's what this is all about. It's getting to that. So your, your, greatest, your greatest value is right in front of you. What is that greatest value? It's you before anything. Your greatest value is how you treat yourself. Because if you treat yourself okay, you're going to start treating other people okay. And so with that, that greatest value is your customer. That's number two. Because when you're treating yourself right and you see good in yourself, your customers are going to what? They're going to see the same thing. It's what the you're putting out to the universe, and they're going to be shoving. You already spent six hundred bucks with me. He's ready to give six hundred. He's ready to give six hundred. She's ready to give six hundred. And all of a sudden, you're multiplying, and all you've done is be nice. That's it. All you've done is be nice, and you give a good service. No more than that. Now, see these little birdies. Don't they cute? What do they have in common? What do those birds have in common? Start naming it. Jesus. They're all birds. So our customers are all what? Human. But what's something else in common? They have feathers? They have beaks? Do they eat? What are those? Are parakeets? I don't even know. I don't know birds. Parakeets, right? Do, do parakeets eat food? Yeah. Guess what they're going to do? It's the same thing. Birds of a feather. You ever heard that old term? Birds of a feather flock together? Guess what? When I take and you buy from me, it's that 600 bucks. You're not going to go in and say, well, I only spent 250 You're going to walk in. Bam. Yeah, I spent 600 bucks on that. Well, guess what? He wants it and he wants it and she wants it. Now, guess who's going to be the, loyal, the, the most loyal customer in that bunch? She is. Because you guys are all cheap dogs. Women are far more trusting. I've said that year after year after year. Now, when you start taking in birds of a feather marketing and you start going after these whole flocks of birds, guess what happens next? You don't even have to worry about hunting anymore. You just grab it out of the air. You're just gonna, the damn birds are going to start flying to you. We had a period, the holy grail of my business, when I owned shops. The holy grail. Anybody want to guess what the holy... I knew I had arrived, and it was during our friendship. It was after these guys fed me and got me to that level. They picked me up. Guess what holy guess what level I got to? I had people calling for service and booking, and what were they not asking for? Price. It's how, how much better where, where do you want to go? Now, does that mean oh, I need two thousand bucks extra? I'm gonna screw this person? No, because what do birds of the feather do? They talk. So you want to be a fair, legitimate business. And do everything. It's got all, it's got all kinds of cool software, but is that cool? Look at it. You just plucked that right out of the air. The other guy's blasting away. You got the shotgun guy blasting like crazy. You got the, the sniper that had to go through 14 years of training. And you got this guy that's just got a lot of personality, and the birds are just flying to him, and he's eating them. That's what you want to be. So let's fill your toolbox with some stuff. What's some, what's some things, what's some tools that you can use? I already mentioned one. What's your most valuable asset? Ew. So what do you want to do? Sharpen yourself up. 
Go get, go get involved with Toastmasters. Get involved with your Rotary. Get involved with your Chamber of Commerce. Well, that's such a waste of time. Who here is a magnificent, uh, uh, the best speaker around? That you can get up and you can host any of these classes that we're doing right now. Who in this room would feel that confident to teach any of these classes that are going on right now? Anybody? I am. Right there, right there. What do we have in common? We're all, we all had to practice. Levi and I go back to our younger days when neither one of us were doing this shit. All we did is run, we were just dirty detailers. We were dirty detailers with a plan and a vision. And we started, we started sharpening our skills. We started getting better like that sniper. Our bullets were our mouth. And sometimes it's not shooting a bullet at all. It's offering flowers. Matter of fact, I had to go brush my teeth. So some common sense practices. This, I'm telling you right now, and I'm not going to, who's in their 20s here? I am not going to pick on you guys. Because everybody in my generation wants to say, well, this generation sucks. No, my generation does too. They've lost good commonality. Southern hospitality. You guys ever heard of that? I've been on your, in your beautiful country. You know, people love life. Lovely people, right? Lovely people. Sometimes, sometimes we need to go back to that just to the basics and learn please and thank you. It's unreal. On I walked up. I had a pretty stressful morning. Chris got me yesterday. It was just a series of going to the airport. Got plenty of time. There's no parking. Zero parking at the airport. Zero. Because COVID, they closed down all the extended parking. So I go up to say, and I said, where do I go? She goes, oh, you have to go over there. So I put the ticket in. She goes, that'll be 10 bucks. And I said, I was here for eight minutes. No, you're here for 11. Anything over 10, we have to charge you for. I kind of lost my shit in a polite way. I said, I know this isn't your problem. And you're probably having a bad day because there's a lot of people like me. Can I get a supervisor here? Because I just do not want to yell at you. I want to yell at them. And she just went, boink, and the gate opened, and I drove out. Why? Please and thank you. I didn't take it out on her. Please and thank you. Just common courtesy is right there. you got to ask for it. What are you going to ask for? You go on ours, okay? Our training is not cheap. Our training isn't for everybody. We've got like 70-something, you know, very high level. A lot of people put effort into giving us reviews. Why? Even off a high-end product like that, that's thousands of dollars, is we ask for it. Every single person I come in contact with, is I'm going to ask for your review today. Make sure you give something. If you like it, great. Give me that, that five-star. If you don't, I need to know what you didn't like. Do you see what I just did? Did I sugarcoat it and tell you guys, hey, even if I suck, give me a five-star review? No. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. That's part of this, of just common courtesy and asking for a referral. The next thing is, this is awesome. It was just a great experience. Okay, and I'm going to share a little bit of this right now. It was a great experience. This is our training facility. We've got a coffee machine. Who's been to training since our coffee machine went in? Oh, man, Tom's not here. Tom drank like 74 coffees two weeks ago. Okay, is you walk in and it's, it's coffee. My shop, believe it or not, was known for being a coffee shop. Hold on, you're a detail center. No, I'm a center for people, car people to come in and hang out. Did I have free coffee for people? Did somebody use it for that? I don't know. I don't care. Because they were telling people how cool I was. The other thing we did is when we, were in, when we actively owned shops, is that when we went into and serviced private jets, we knew how each one of those jets wanted to be set up. Now, that wasn't our job. We did it. Why? 
we were charging more. We wanted to set a high expectation that nobody could keep up with, and most people wouldn't go that far. We are two to three times the price. Most people would not go as far as we would go. Most people are what? They're lazy. Even entrepreneurs, they're lazy. Now, talk about a company that's not lazy. I love roller coasters. Anybody nuts about roller coasters? I love it. Okay, anybody a dad here that's taking their kid on a roller coaster? True story. Okay, I do pretty macho shit. Pretty tough guy. Ski at alarming speeds with Bob Phillips and Dave. Um, I love roller coasters. Until I took our 10-year-old daughter on one for the first time she's tall enough, I freaked out because I thought she was going to fall out. It was the worst roller coaster ride of my life. She was fine. She's going crazy. But Dad's holding on to her, and she's like, Dad, can you please take your arm off of me? You're screwing up the experience for me. But here's the thing is that I love roller coasters. Disneyland's not really known for roller coasters, right? What's Disneyland known for? Well, it's Disneyland. It kind of lost me when I was like maybe 13 or 14. I wanted to go adrenaline, right? It's Magic Mountain. It's adrenaline, upside down stuff. No, until this happened. I walked in to Disneyland. Anybody here a Star Wars fan other than him and me? Okay, you guys will dig this. Levi, I'm going to talk to you for a second. I walk in. I hadn't been to Disneyland since Disneyland took over the theme, right? I walk in, and we're going to what was used to be Space Mountain. And all of a sudden, a door opens up. Stormtroopers come out. And about halfway in alignment, Sergeant Major, Sergeant Marine, you'll dig this. Dark Vader is marching the Stormtroopers. And I instantly went to eight years old. I ran over there, my chubby butt running over there, and I'm going like this. I'm just in, in awe. And Diane catches up to me, my wife. And right when they get there, this man looks at me in the eye, eye to eye, and he salutes me. At that moment, I pissed myself. I followed Darth Raider around. They called security because I was going to stop Darth Raider and the stormtroopers because I couldn't get over it that they're all the same height. Except for Darth Vader is like six inches taller than everybody. They're bone-ass skinny, every single one of them. But I was blown away. Why? He made contact and made it personalized. What's the message there? Has I haven't, I'll be honest. I'm not, I'm, I don't like big crowds. But I go to Disneyland still. Why? Why do I go to Disneyland? That's a question. Why? May oh, man. Damn. They rolled out, look at this. They rolled out the red carpet, top-notch work, provide a performance. And it, did Disneyland, did, did that one Darth Vader actor do anything right with me? Oh, my God, he rolled out the carpet. For a second, I was his. I was the only man in existence in the entire world. It was just me and Darth Vader. And I promise I'm not homosexual. But for a second, he's a pretty, he was a pretty handsome Darth Vader, you know? He's a pretty handsome. And for a second, I felt like a million bucks. That's what your clients will do. They will forget about Magic Mountain. They'll forget about your competition. You'll never have to say a bad word about them, and they're going to hate you. And I know you've got people on your island that can't stand. Well, look at him. Look at his glasses alone, how sexy he looks. And that's how he works. He gets out, and I'm working with him. The dude never gets dirty. He never, he always looks like that. But you know what? My wife says the same thing. I'm always clean. I can't stand, you know, yeah. right? Even though I'm a detailer, guess what? I smell and look like a dentist. I always say that. Because you want to take and be something over the top so that experience, so again, you, you make them feel like a million dollars. 
Here's the other thing is your services. That's an F1 team. I don't care if it's $120 now. There's a big warning right here. Your services have to match your mouth. You've got to take and be able to prove your worth by doing the work you said you're going to do. But here's the, chat, the, the, the catch. This is where a lot of services business can get hurt is they go broke because they overperform. You can't do that. You've got to perform that level of work, but you've got to make money at it. And I'm going to tell you right now, one year in, my heart goes out to you. Who's two years? Three years. Five or under. Okay. So those, right, it's a tough time. You're growing, right? It's a fun, the, anybody that's got 20 years or more, were those great times or what? I know it seems crazy. You're like going, <laughs> this sucks. You know, it's easy to say. No, but when I go back, oh, hell no. Yeah, it looks great now. No, wasn't it great when it was happening? But the memories, the baseline that we connected, don't forget those. Don't be bitter about being where you're at. We're going to get into that too. The other thing is, make it a Broadway show. Make your performance, especially though, who's mobile? Okay, rescue shop, who does both? Okay, here's the thing, whether you're a shop, paint's cheap. One of my mentors said that, paint's really cheap. Believe it or not, looking good, red carpets, pull your cars up on red carpets, have a wash mat if you're mobile, clean it all up. Everything's recorded now. I always show this. Our training facility that you just saw is, is literally 45 feet from my back door to my house. Okay? And I always point out, hey, you guys see anything on the back of my house? Uh-uh. That little black box right there is a recorder. It's a video camera. Everything's recorded now. So when you're mobile, believe it or not, what did I do? I had plumbers in my house just three or four days ago, okay? And I went back just, just to see how professional they were. They were totally, same way they're acting in front of me, they're acting behind me. Do I trust them? Absolutely. Everything's recorded. So look at this. Compounding efforts connect. You've got to connect with people. You've got to educate people on a local level. Don't try to go in. Everybody wants to be a, you know, you know, you know what most, most, Artists are starving, whether they're an actor. Do, do most people, you, you name a, fa a famous actor that's going right now that's pretty hot. Well, famous person, doesn't matter. Elon Musk. Is that dude on fire right now or what? Anybody know his companies? Who cares? His name's in the papers all the time. I don't care what side of the, the political side you're on with him. We all know who he is. The guy can't go wrong. Don't try to be Elon. Be you. Be uniquely you. Now, try to be Elon, and you're where you work out of. In Kansas City, you are the Elon Musk of your area. You are a stud. Everybody in Kansas City should, in the greater area. Now, if you're even smaller, if you've got an area that you really, 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 that's even better. The smaller, your, the, smaller the area, the bigger your fame, the easier it is, the more money you're going to make. Y'all try to take and go national or international, you're going to go broke, man. Work at one piece at a time. Become famous locally. You know, that's the biggest the biggest thing you want. Trust. Once I moved, I've said this for since Jim, before Jim and I met. Once I moved my business from a from a from a business, a selling business, to a trust business, my life changed. Once people trusted me, what helped me most with that? I've got a lovely wife. She'll be here hopefully tonight. Her flight's all jacked up. You'll see when you see her. She's the beauty part of it. She helped. Our, our four kids, this is a family affair. 
Our, believe it or not, our dogs, our horses, everything, it, it helps push the business. It's because it's connecting the numbers. My biggest thing is, is that I wanted to take and be really good friends. Again, in the last month, is I've had conversations with four of my original five customers from 25 years ago. One of them is dead, the fifth one. But those four I still came in contact with. What, what, what was that? Was that a business? We had a business arrangement, but when I go out there, it was, it was two friends talking. I was concerned about their family. They're concerned about mine. They knew when my kids were, they knew if we lost a dog. I knew if they lost a dog. I knew what was going on in their life, and I honestly cared, and they cared. And they're, matter of fact, the highest paying customers we ever had, too, by the way. Very high paying. One of them, we were at his house. Big money, big money. You need to educate. What's that mean? Is that you got to teach your local market what detailing is and isn't. Take the time. I had somebody say, man, there's somebody coming after me. There, all these cheap shops are coming in. Who cares? Let them die because they're going to die. You're going to educate and you're going to lose some jobs. They'll come back. When they start experiencing poor levels of service and quality experience, they're going to come back to you. Keep on your game plan and don't drop the price. That trust factor, that's what most detailers do. Right there. So most of the people we come in contact with, they've been screwed over by detailers. PDR guys, paint chip, PPF, all of them, they've been screwed over because let's face it, there's only about 20% of us that are going to be at the top. The rest of us are playing, are playing business. And so when you build that trust up to where you don't walk away from that ladder, you catch them or you at least break their fall, guess what they're going to do? That's going to be part of the trust issue. Call me. Just random acts. Call them. Say hi. Call them up. Check on them. If you know for a fact, one of my mentors had surgery right after Christmas, and I didn't want to push too hard. So I called right after New Year's and asked him how he's doing. He goes, you know what? Here we are, started a business relationship out. You're one of three friends that called me. Three. This guy's a billionaire. Next thing is, you got to have fans. Screw having customers. you got to have fans. you got to build fans up. You've got to take and have them shouting your name and going crazy. How do we do that? This is my little village. We took, and I, when I moved in, I hadn't lived there in 30 years. We took and sponsored this car show. We sponsored Best Paint. We sponsored People's Choice. The next year, I had Kids' Choice, and I emceed it. They were paying a professional MC out of Los Angeles to come up, $5,000. I told them, I'll tell you what, I'm going to match his price, but what we're going to do is the three animal rescues that you guys sponsor to come in, we're going to donate that $5,000 equally among them. How's that? Did I win that bid? I was promoting my own damn business. Not selfishly, not ugly, not, not with class. Is that we got to the best paint. <laughs> Who sponsored that trophy? The best trophy we sponsored, though, at these events, we had best paint, we had people's choice, and we had kids' choice. Which one of those got us the most business? Kids' choice, thank you. Why? Because when you show respect to my kids and you entertain my kids and my kids dig you, I trust you. And my, even my wife even more than that. So again, going back to our shop, we had an open shop experience. And I know a lot of people don't like that. What's that mean? Is we had a car in there, we'd be working on something, is you could come in to our shop and check out our, your work on your car anytime you wanted. 
And by the way, sitting right over on the other side was our little coffee. We had our little coffee set up. Grab yourself some coffee. There's donuts. There's all. I had guys come in every single day. Some of them never spent any money with me. Well, why'd you do that? Because they knew people. They brought me people that did spend money. Say again? That's it. They're fans. Now, this might sound like they're multitasking. Anybody feel like that? Quite often, right? SpongeBob SquarePants octopus level. You know, Bob is a master at that. You know, I've actually seen him type with his toes. You know, right? Any of us, it doesn't matter how small, it doesn't matter how small of a small business you own or how big of a small business you own. Because it doesn't matter where you're at in there. Labor is expensive. So guess what you're going to do? You're going to multitask. Here's one of the best things that's ever happened in our industry. You go out on the floor of that show tomorrow and you locate a half dozen of the software companies out there. I don't care which one. They're all damn good. It's night and day from us pulling out that chisel and having to chisel schedules out. I don't care which one you choose. You're going to go out there and choose the one that's best for you and the one you connect with. But software will take and allow you to multitask what would normally take hours, takes minutes or seconds, or is on auto control where it just does it automatically. It just doesn't matter. Now, one last thing when you get into this. This is huge. How many of us here, well, the IDA, what, what's it really going to do for me? I got bad news for you. It's everything in life. Every single second right now, several times, probably on average about 60 times a minute, you're sucking air in. It's not what you get out of things, it's what you put into it. Life is that way, buttercup. It's what you put into it. So what you put into your effort, what you put into the community. So many people, I can tell a novice entrepreneur that is going to be face down in dog shit in three seconds. You know why? They're asking their community, what are you going to do for me? Hey, Chamber of Commerce, what are you going to do for me? Rotary Club, what are you going to do for me? Lead Group, what are you going to do for me? No, turn that around. When I'd go to the Chamber of Commerce, I felt successful and I got a half dozen referrals for other people. I wanted to prove my wealth with other people before I expected them to prove their wealth to me. Because if I'm not going to stand up and deliver, what the hell am I going to do taking? So here's the thing. You've got to get back to your community. I don't care how it is. But you can't just take and, and, and take and take and take. You've got to get back to that community somehow. You've got to find something that's special. So here's our final takeaways. Let's jump into this. Action items. <coughs> Start a newsletter. It's one of the most powerful tools you'll have. Mark, you still got yours going? Um, Jim doesn't. You know why? Jim, you want to tell him why? I got two. Did you hear that? Hey, one year. Did you hear that? He got two. He, he, he couldn't do his newsletter anymore because he got too much work. What's a newsletter do? It takes a while to get going, but once it does, it's consistent. But you got, if you think you're going to start a newsletter in the first edition, man, watch this. I'm going to be a millionaire. No. <laughs> it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. It's going to take a long while. But if you stay with it, it's going to pay off. Local uh, small business podcast. Don't worry about a detailing podcast. Nobody cares. You know what you're going to do? You're going to start a, a local podcast talking about local businesses, and then in it, you're going to talk about your detailing services. So you're going to go out and find 51 other entrepreneurs and talk about their business. And guess what? Those are people that are paying you money. 
You're going to talk about their business in the local. Maybe it's your local chamber of commerce. Maybe it's the new mayor that did something good. Maybe it's the animal the animal shelter manager. Maybe it's not a business at all. Why only 51? Because the 52nd one, whichever guest did the best with you and is real animated, you're going to have them come back and interview you for your business. So don't worry about being famous. You're going to start a local one. Even in your town's how many people? 15,000. Okay? I guarantee you this. He does it for three years. You don't have to do 52 a year. You can do 40 a year, you know? Take off all those boat days, you know, that you can't be out there. Is that it's going to pay off software. Not an option anymore, guys, gals. Not an option. You have to have software. It's cheap. I don't, how much is it? You're broke. You're broke. And, and, and I say that respect. I started out on a bicycle. I, start, I started out on a bicycle, man. I know broke. I know broke. But here's the thing. Keep a part-time job until you can go full-time into it. But software is going to, it's a, a full-time assistant for 100 bucks a month. You can't say no. You have to have it. It's not an option anymore. Become that local go-to expert. You've got to be that local expert. Again, who cares about being, I hate to say it, up here. I had a good life. When I met Levi, I had a shop in Boise, Idaho, one in Sun Valley. Here was my day when I met Jim. I'd go in, shake hands, kiss babies, check the car out, tell them you're going to be accepted. I'm, I'm the one that's doing all the quality control on it. they turn around and leave, and i tell my guys, I'll see you. I'm going to go do 10 runs. I'm going to go ski. See you at the end of 10 runs. You guys want lunch? Come back, check out the progress, give them lunch, go home, get my kids from school, take them home, come back up, shake hands, kiss babies, present the cars to them, put them on those red carpets, collect the money, and go home. Not a bad life. Should I stay there? Probably. This has been a hard, hard road, the road I chose, or it chose me. Internationally certified detailing technician. Oh, my God. One of our students said that to me. I said, how do you sell IDA? And he goes, I tell all my customers. I'm internationally recognized as a certified detailer. And I went, huh, say that again? And a matter of fact, one year, I'm going to call you one year out of respect. That was a one-year detailer that said that. Is that beautiful or what? That just slays your competition. The guy that's going, yeah, I don't need that certification to his customers. Sounds like an absolute jackass. And then that kid comes up to him and he says, yeah, I'm internationally, I'm internationally recognized as a certified detailer. Oh, come on. The dude that's bragging about himself that's broke, that's living in his mom's garage or basement, but he's so tough and he's so educated that he won't get certified, just got slayed by a 19-year-old kid that's using his brain. Open shop mentality. Again, don't close your shop down. Don't close your mobile rig down. If you're embarrassed about your mobile rig, fix it to where you're not embarrassed. Don't be afraid to keep a part-time job or a full-time job until you can go and look the right way. That was the key is I had to go, I jumped into this thing, my first business, and went, yeah, Superman, I'm into it. And I went, uh-oh, I don't have enough money to be Superman. I'm like, not even Wonder Woman. You know, I'm like, I'm down, right? So I went back to work and invested, 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 invested. Looked right, felt right, sold right, went in right. Ask for it. Ask for a referral. <coughs> you have to ask for a referral. If you're not going to ask for a referral, you're going to get one? Maybe. I don't play odds. I don't want chance. I don't play my business by chance. I've never left it in somebody else's hands. I want, I want to know what's going on. Okay? So host events. Host events your shop. I, I, one of our, I think he's here. I'm, I'm not going to say anything if, if, to, to pick on him. 
He goes, yeah, after a coating, I bring my customer in one-on-one, -on -one, and I show them how to properly take care of the car. I went, no, 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 no. At the end of the month, send an invite out, a VIP invite. Maybe top it at five or six people. Maybe do it twice a month. Because here's the deal. When you all come together and you meet each other and you all had your Teslas coded, you just built a fan group right among those people and they're going to become friends. What are they going to do? You just, you just, it's a force multiplier. You just multiplied your value by bringing in people together in a small group setting and showed them, you're the local expert, but I'm going to make you experts too. And they just fell in absolute love with you. Develop team environment. You've got to have a good culture. Within, it might be only you. That's okay. Now you're in charge of making sure that everybody you can come in contact with, every paying customer shares a good culture with you. My best referring customer ever started out as I, I wanted to hang him by his baby maker. This guy was not nice. He was rude. But over time, guess what happened? Trust. Guess what happened? Tom Lentz. Do you remember Tom? Red Porsche Tom? Tom became our number one fan. And once he saw that we were the real deal, he had been burned by detailers before. Very wealthy individual. Once he saw that we were the real deal, guess what he was? He was an absolute sweetheart. One of my good friends, one of the four I talked to. Okay, is that a change or what? It's, you just got to stay with him and you got to keep smiling. Anyone else, even when I was telling him, I want to pull your fingernails out with, you know, pliers right now. I, 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 I never let that show. I was patient with him. I was kind to him. His, his money was very green at a time where I needed a lot of green money. And that patience paid off. You might make local deposits. Build other people up. Maybe start a program at your local high school. Hire the kids on through. There's a, a, a program in California called ROP. It's, it's all over the country. But it's basically a workforce program where people, kids can go to work for you and they'll pay up to half of their wages for them up to like 90 days for them to learn a new skill set. That's a great way to put back into people. Um, educate. Educate your customers. Educate your staff. Educate your friends. Educate anybody you come in contact with. I'm talking shop with them. I can't help it. It's what I do and it's a passion. Is, is if, if you don't love what you do, you've got to fall in love with it somehow or go do something else. Because the only way you're going to take, is there times that, that I loved detailing? No. There was times I wanted to burn the car to the ground. But those are the few times. And I always thought this, glass half full. I remember five years ago when I would have died to have that vehicle for that amount of money. I would have died to been able to take and pay my rent when I couldn't. I would have died to take and had that customer send three referrals over. So instead of looking at it half empty, look at it half full. And then Broadway production, make it a show. So remember, normal is broke, weird is wealthy. Don't fit in in your market. Figure out how to stand out in a weird way. And I don't mean like in a weird way. I mean like, don't be normal. Don't, you know, my menu had four things on it. That was it. That was it. And I presented the whole menu from $100 to $1,000. And once we presented that $1,000 mark, I thought one of my mentors that I talked to just a few weeks ago, he tempted me to do this. Now, this was in 19 or 2001. And he, he told me to take and put a $1,000 item on there. I said, you're crazy. And he says, if it doesn't sell, I'll give you $5,000. If you don't sell one in the first 30 days, 
28 days later, I sold one. I was like, shit, I should have lied. I could have made 5,000 bucks. So don't forget that. Now, this is also, this is really important. This is theory into practice tip, theory into practice. Right now, this is a theory to you. It's no theory to many of us. You've got to take that, that theory, these things I'm telling you right now, and put them into practice. Because I'm, I'm throwing a lot of things at you. Know, the, you know what the nice thing about this is? It's cheap. You, you might be telling me, man, I don't have much money. You don't need any mu much money for this. Because you can fund this right now and start these programs for zero. Zero. And matter of fact, software, you say, well, the software's going to cost me something. 100 bucks a month? It's pretty good financing, you know, to change your business. Well, I, I want to take in, uh, I want to thank PNS. I want to thank the, 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 the Mafia. I want to thank Chris. Bob, happy birthday. Uh, it's an honor. Uh, I can't believe the, that another year went by. You know, it's hard to believe. For those that are young, it's going to happen fast to you. So here's the thing. Come and see us at our booths. Join us for our live events. Uh, after hours, we always go out on the patio here at the hotel after everything's said and done. Uh, you're going to see a lot of the Mafia guys around. Um, come join us. It's, it's not about getting you into training or anything else. We don't force anything. It's about relationships. Because the relationships I built at this show not just changed my business, it changed my life. And so those relationships were built right here. Matter of fact, Jim really put pressure on me about two or three years ago and said, hey, man, we're staying, we're staying off-site, you know, and everything else. And he said, you've got to be here. You know, this is where everything launched for us, and you owe it to the new people coming in to be right where they're at. And it's so true because I get fed from them. Here's the other thing is if you've got a really cool – I started on my BMX bicycle. Okay, mobile. With trailer that thing, I'd, I'd, I'd haul a, a wagon eight miles one way and then come on back. If you've got a cool story, we want to get you on our podcast. I'm not going to ask you that story right now. But here's my challenge. If you've got something that's, that that's, you've struggled or you've just done something that you think is really cool, share it with us so we can get you on because we want to share your story with the rest of the world because it's worthy of sharing and hearing. And I love to hear those success stories. Even if one year in, it doesn't matter. We all have a story. We all have a story, but I'm going to tell you, if you're in your first or second year here, the best thing you can do is get out of your comfort zone. Go meet people you've never met before. We all grew up on different coasts, nowhere close to each other, but now our lives are completely entwined as friends that came from Juan and I starting out way back in Sun Valley, Idaho, and he was just a, he was just a kid, you know, is our worlds are still meshed together all these years later, 20 plus years later. They're together. There's a reason for that, the success of this, the IDA. I want to thank you for coming in today. Have a wonderful show. Uh, I want to hear your unique story if you got it. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Rennie Doyle podcast, brought to you by Detailing Success and PNS Double Black. Listen to new episodes weekly, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to share with your friends and colleagues.